Hey, Torben. Sound pretty hot tonight. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, listen, I heard you had somebody quit or something. You didn't have, you didn't have anybody quit, man. Hey, uh, would you get me something back there? Nobody quit, man. He just went back east with his old lady, that's all. Oh, well, uh, how about give me a shot? <laughs> oh, try it or something. I play guitar. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, what band are you in now, man? Well, I'm not in a band. I mean, I've never been in one. But I'm a good guitarist. Well, what do you think I am? A school teacher or something? Somebody gave this to me and I'm gonna give it to you now for nothing? Just like that? I said I can play. I'll give you a try. Well, listen, man, why don't you come back in a couple of years, okay? <laughs> What's the story? I didn't have a prayer with that clown. So come on, what'd he say? The guy didn't say nothing. He's a jerk. You know what I ought to do? I ought to get my own band together. Really? Yeah, I ought to start my own band and give that turkey a little competition. Are you serious? Yeah, there are musicians around. I mean, there are guys I could get to do it. Yeah, I'm sure. Good guys. Yeah. Hey, and you know that battle of the bands that he's supposed to be so hot on? Oh, yeah. I could get a band together, and I'll enter that thing, and I'll blow his doors off. Ooh. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And my name is Mark. Is it? Yes. Oh, you were so adamant about it. I, I thought you were trying to put one over I, on I've me. listened to old episodes, and I, my energy always seems to be off, so I tried to bring a little more. Yeah. And now you've just drawn more attention to it, so now all the... All the, um, what are our fans called? The TV movie maniacs? Yeah. The TV movie maniacs are going to listen to the back catalog and be like, oh yeah, Mark's energy is always low when he says his name. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. Yeah. It's TV movie night, everybody. Yes. Always. Mark, it's the end of February. Yes. But thankfully. How, how are you celebrating? How do I celebrate the end of February? Yeah. Uh, I put another day on the calendar. Yeah. I love February so much this year. I needed 29 days, so I wrote to Ptolemy, Gregorian, Pope Gregory. Yes. And said, hey, give me an extra day. And he was like, well, whatever you say, boss. Gertus, don't yell at me. All right, I'll give you the day. I've been dead for 700 years, but sure. But here's the thing, Mark. You're just going to do dumb jack-off stuff anyway. I'm just going to piss. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to piss that away. I'm just going to get I'm just going to get messed up on the 28th and then spend the 29th with a hangover just watching a, Disney Plus. And then be like, I can't go out on I, the first. I can't either. do anything. Can't, not today. Not today. Not yesterday, today or tomorrow. I'm be watching Doug's first movie for the next 18 hours. The, the, the this whole extra day, the day before and the day following are all belong to Diary of a Future President. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm le- keeping the curtains drawn so I won't even see the sun. Well, as a hangover, you will also be supporting Diarrhea of a Future President. Um, because uh, I assume, you know, you get the splash. Did I get the, uh, the whiskey shits? Yeah. Yes, probably. Talk about a Timmy failure. Ah, uh, Wallace. My toilet paper. <laughs> uh, the world according to Jeff Goldblum says, this is a cry for help. This is uh, one, two, uh, three cries for help. Yeah, certainly will not be even Steven the movie. With... <laughs> well, now you're just saying things. Yeah. You're not even yeah. you're trying uh, to make a no, man. Uh, no, uh, uh, um, Iron Man. Three? I- Iron Man. That was a stinky shit. Iron Man poo. Oh, there. All right, let's, let's pick that up. Iron Man poo. poo. All right. That surely was 
Doctor Strange in the Mouth of Madness. Right? Yeah. No, no, it's in the multiverse. It's in of the madness. multiverse of madness. All right, the I'm, mind I'm, of madness is Lovecraft, which would be a cool no, team up. In the mouth of madness, it's that Sam it's Neill a, movie. Yes, right? it's a John Carpenter movie based on Lovecraft. What is the author's name in it? Harry, Harry Holes. No, it's not Harry Hole. You keep going up and uh, uh, something deck like Decker Kane or something like that. Yeah. That sounds right. Dean Kane. Uh, yeah. Are you a big fan of Dean Kane? I love Crashes Dean Crashes through the window. Mark, uh, how else? Uh, how else is your February going? It's the second month of the year. It's 2020. Remember? Yeah. This was gonna be our year. <laughs> Did we say that? Yeah. Unfortunately, we we put that into the court record. Oh no. I submit as evidence this claim that 2020 shall be our year. Strike it, strike it, Your Honor. We were under duress when we made that proclamation. I, 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 I say we should remove that from uh, from from evidence. Overruled. Ah! Yeah, that's probably a good call. <laughs> You're a straight shooter, <laughs> Judge. Well, Mark, it's February, so. We're talking about movies. Yes. The TVs, Oscars. The Oscars. People uh, named Oscar. Oscar Meyer. Which we both got fired from our job driving the weenie mobile. That's right. We we were giving out too many weenie whistles. Yes. Mark would just sit on top of the wiener mobile, just throwing them to whoever. Even on the highway, he was going like seventy. There's no way anyone's gonna No be one's able gonna to catch ever them. catch them. I several but, several swallows ate those weenie whistles yeah. and immediately died. So it's uh, it's probably for the best that they, they shit canned us from. Yeah. Uh, I also got confused a couple of times because I would cook the weenie whistles and hand out the raw mm-hmm. hot dogs. Yeah. And you would tell kids to blow on these and the parents would be like, oh, oh sir, God, he's got a, sir. But the other thing is, is that you were pretty sure that Oscar Mayer did not have a way with B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Which no. really... That, that was the main complaint from corporate, yeah. not the ecological disaster. No, that uh, you just you wouldn't support that statement. I said deny. I said I can neither confirm nor deny that Oscar Mayer has, has a, way a way with B O L O G N A. <laughs> We're talking about made-for-TV movies here on uh, TV Movie Night in this month, in the month of February. Of course, as you know, listener, we're talking about made-for-TV movies that involve Oscar winners. Yes. Not involving Oscar Meyer. No, that's for March. Yes, we have a big, we have a big uh, next month sausage month. Next month will be wall to wall movies that's won Oscars starring Oscar Meyer. Mm-hmm. It's hard for us to find at four because turns out it's never happened. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. We're but we're gonna get one. Andrew and I were pretty confident that the Santa Claus. Part one mm-hmm. has an Oscar. We were mistaken. Of course, in this month, we watched Do Not Fold Spindle Spindler or Mutilate. Mutilate with Helen Hayes. Yes, First Lady of the American Stage. Of course. We watched Izzy and Moe with yes. Art Carney. Yes. And this time around, Mark. Yes. We are watching. Something starring. The brother, the of, brother an of an Oscar winner. And the father. Yes, that is correct. We are watching Cotton Candy, written and directed by Ron Howard. From 1978. Best director winner in 2002? Or one. one? Probably two. I think 
yes, I think the movie came out in 2001. Yeah. So I think it won in One for a Beautiful Mind. Yes. And we're going to talk about it at length in a segment I like to call, Well, What Do You Know? Mark, what do you know about cotton candy? Andrew, I had no idea what this thing was going to be about. The title doesn't say to me 1980s rock band. The actors in it were mostly unknown except for the lead. I know him as Terry the Toad from Apoca- No, from American Graffiti mm-hmm. and American Graffiti 2, more American Graffiti. Yeah. He's also in The Untouchables. That is correct. He plays the accountant who Billy Drago kills in an elevator, as oh. I recall. I thought he screamed like a like a pig and threw him off the building. No, that's Billy Drago that gets thrown off the building. Right. You didn't recognize anybody else in this film? Kurt uh, Rance Howard. What's the brother's name? Curtis Howard? Cliff Howard. Clint Howard. Clint Howard, yeah. Recognized him. I think that was about it. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about it. Mark Cotton Candy debuted on NBC on October 26th. 1978. Oh, right, right, right in the 31 days of Halloween. That's right. They, they this They're is like, we're the gonna... scariest movie of all. Yes, we're gonna, we're, <laughs> tonight's showing of Dark Knight of the Scarecrow we'll... has been bumped so we'll that we can give you the most terrifying show at all Cotton, Cotton Candy. candy. <laughs> A lot of these movies that we watch do end up in October. Yes. Which is weird. I don't know what it is. People love people love to watch made for television films in October. In October, once it gets to November, their mind is already on like football and Thanksgiving, That's right. and then December it's Christmas all the way through January. I mean, you're nursing a hangover for 31 straight days. You can't even turn on the TV; it's too bright. I guess they, yeah, maybe that's what it is. That are, are there major sports? I'm gonna look sound like an idiot, like for the first time on the show. Are there major sports? that run in October. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Reggie Jackson, Mr. October, if you will. Oh. The World Series. It's in the early part of October. I see. Regardless, Cotton Candy, sometimes referred to as Ron Howard's Cotton, cotton Candy. candy. 19- Which I thought, I thought it was like um, Newman's Own. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the store. Oh, you're going to get a different variety of yeah, it? He's need... going to be wearing like a Viking helmet yeah. or uh, I got... he's going to be dressed like a zebra. But it's but it's exclusively cotton candy that you buy at a supermarket. Yes. You yeah. Know? And there's a whole big wall of it, all these different flavors. And you're like, I could get some Newman's Own tomato soup. They make soups, right? I think so. Some Newman's Own tomato soup and some Ron Howard's cotton candy. <laughs> And that's what I'm going to live off yeah. until I get another fucking job because I'm broke. Just eating nothing but uh, just delicious sugar floss, as they call it in the UK, if I remember correctly. Well, chalk it up to another thing that they do wrong across the pond. So in 1978, Mark, Ron Howard would have still been on Happy Days. But yes. his final season, his final regular season would have been in 1980. Okay. So this is nearing his final couple seasons there on Happy Days as he starts to move on into just becoming a full-time director. Right. He had his previous movie and his first directorial effort, I know, is called Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. And I think that came out in 1975 or was it 1977? But it's in theaters. This one, direct for TV. Who wrote this thing, Andrew? The writers of this are Ron Howard and his brother Clint, Clint Howard. Howard who is a star from many of his films. Andrew, knowing this, did 
Am I the only one that assumed Clint Howard would be the star? That this was a Clint Howard vehicle? Uh, no, because Clint, Clint isn't like necessarily a leading man. But he was, he was a child star. He was yes. a child star. And but this is his opportunity to shine. I thought. Sure. He's <laughs> he has a he has a look. It's like, yeah, he's weird looking. He's not a. He's not a. He's not a. He's the weird. He's the fun friend, which sure. is where he's used in this. Yes, this is starring Mark Charles Martin Smith, as you mentioned from Terry American Graffiti. He also is a director. He directed the uh, movie Dolphin Tale. Yes, and Dolphin Tale Two. Yes, which was a surprise hit in like. Middle America. Yes. It, uh, it was like a dolphin with a... Uh, with a fucked up tail. With a fucked up tail. So they build a animatronic tail yes. for the dolphin. Based on a true story, I yes. think Harry Connick Jr. is in it. He uh, plays the tail. Morgan Freeman is he in it. He plays the dolphin. Oh, he's very good. He was also in a movie called Don't Never Cry Wolf, hmm. which my mom... My, my mother. mother... My mother was an educator. Uh, some might say that she still is, uh, certainly to me. Uh, but my mom was an educator and she had a VHS copy of this like in her classroom in case she needed to throw something on. Yeah, it was stuck in the VCR. They I think they probably knew one. Yeah, I think they probably I think whoever made this probably mailed it to educators, if I have to guess. <laughs> I don't imagine she bought it. Did he cry wolf? Or did he take this title literally? He's like, I can't do it. He's he has the opportunity to cry wolf. When there is a wolf, and he would save a small village, but he he's like can't no, do it, can't do it. No, so then don't, we just don't want to do it. We just watched forty five minutes of a just pack a of wolves just mauling mur- a village, murdering a bunch of people. That's smart. Uh, he also directed Air Bud. All of the Air Buds or just, just the, the first? first one? Okay, you know it's like uh, nowhere in the rule book does it say a dog can't play basketball. Flip flip. Oh, here it is. Actually, it does say. That it has to be a human athlete. Again, I've explained this to people so many times, and they never listen to me. Because I'm like, if that were the case, your football defensive line could be a bunch of bulls. Yes, and they would just kill everybody. And then you've got one, you know, line one guy in the back that just kind of walks across the line. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like in professional wrestling. They say no disqualification. Anything goes. Bring a gun. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> All say. Right, I'll shoot him. <laughs> Uh, this also stars Clint Howard, as we said. Clint Howard, uh, child star from the stage and screen. Uh, the TV show I'm looking for is Monsters. He was Eddie Monster. He was not Eddie Monster. Gentle Ben. I had no idea. Uh, he's also in a bunch of other movies. He's in a lot of Ron Howard projects. The thing I remember him most in my teenage years is always seeing him on the cover of the box of the movie Ice Cream Man, a horror film. Does he play the ice cream he man? He does play the ice cream man. Is he a killer? Yes. So you would say he is not of good humor? <clears throat> Some might. Okay. This also stars Leslie King. Yes. As the female lead. The only movies I could really find her in something called Gas Pump Girls. Yes. Um, which is a 80s sex comedy, it seems, or 70s sex comedy yeah. about women that own a gas station. Fun. Uh, Not and, to be confused with Bikini Car Wash. Or starring, Bikini Car Wash 2. Sorry, friend of the show, John, John Douglas. Douglas. Uh, Andrew, I thought I recognized this girl, uh, this young lady, 
But yeah, when I looked at IMDb, yeah, I was like, it, I've never heard of any a, of these. A very uh, uh, a smattering of of credits, and that's it. Yeah, so Does, I, I don't know. Seem maybe. like she's seems like she dropped out of the industry somewhere in the nineties. This also stars Rance Howard, yes, father of uh, Clint and Ron Howard. Uh, Rance is a very uh, he's a notable actor. He's We've in. Been- He's in Chinatown. He's in Chinatown. He's in Cool Hand Luke. Yes. Most importantly, he's in Ed Wood. Yes. He plays the beef magnate. He has a son. Yes. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. A little slow. Great. How much did he pit? How much did he put in? Not a penny. But his dad gave us twenty five thousand dollars. This also stars Mark Wheeler. Big big Wheeler and Dealer. Big Wheeler and That's Dealer. That's what they used to call me, Mark now, Wheeler. So it seems like there are, you know, it's like uh, you've got Wes Anderson who has his like. <laughs> his crew. His his uh, a cadre of players that yes. you see in the same movies. Quentin Tarantino has his players as well. Yes. Ron Howard apparently also has a set of players because Mark Wheeler is in a ton of Ron Howard pictures. Is he... Is he the spaceship in Apollo 13? He is Neil Armstrong in Apollo 13. Oh. He's in Backdraft. Is he's, he in The Grinch? He is not in The Grinch. He's in Far and Away. Wow. And he's in Ed TV. Oh, nice. So I don't know if Ron met him on this movie and was like, man, stick with me. You got this This guy. Is, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Ron was like, I got to keep this guy around. He's, he's my Beatles to my Ringo. Like, I'm just going to hang out with these dudes. So uh, that's what we've got. It's a, uh, you know, it's a late 70s made for TV movie about a rock band. Yes. Written by Ron Howard. And his brother. Clint Howard. Yes. Andrew, watching this movie, I thought, I started to think either being in high school was wildly different in 1978, which is likely, or this. Incredibly likely. Or this was written by two guys who did not have a normal teenage childhood uh, and therefore do not understand what high school is like probably but i also it could be a and b here's the thing i'm also confused on is it's it seems pretty apparent that this could easily have just been a vehicle for ron howard why didn't he just cast himself in it that's a good question maybe maybe happy days still owned his likeness maybe that's he what I, I was thinking on camera I, I mean that's possible that he was like that you can go and write and you can direct but you you can't. You can't, you, you, you can't are Richie Cunningham until 1980, maybe. But Charles Martin Smith. Every time I saw him, I was like, "That's just why this why guy. Is, why is why isn't this just Ron Howard?" Well, let's... well, both men are in American Graffiti. Yeah, uh, it is possible that a friendship developed while shooting that movie. And he said, "I'm writing something. I think you'd be great for it." You're you play some kind of some goober that uh, you play a goober. Can you? You know how to play guitar? Yeah. Can you clean up your face? And get really buff because it seems like you have a chip on your shoulder from because all anybody is going to remember you for is playing a nerdy little twerp with bad acne mm-hmm. in this movie from 1975. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. I'll lift some weights. Mark, we jump in. Act one. Scene one. George Smalley. Yes. This is our main character. This is Charles Martin Smith, who I feel like should have been played by Ron Howard. Maybe. Yeah, uh, he's uh he's at football practice. They just they're out there. It's the big football season. Jo- George is a senior yes. in this high school. And it's it's uh football time. Practice ends, he gets called into the locker room, goes in the locker room, he gets called to the 
the coach's office. Right. Big head coach. He says, I want your helmet and your gun, your gun on my on desk. My desk by 9 a.m. He says, What George, where where have you been this entire time? Because George, via very quick flashback, joins the football team because his parents A much too long flashback, yes, I would it's say. It's weird. George is wa- George is a dead man walking to the print to his coach's office. Yes, he's gonna get red tagged here pretty soon. And he has a flashback to sitting on his couch, his mom looking at his high school yearbook. Yeah. And being like, why aren't you in here? You need to be more active with the student body. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whatever. And then he become, he joins the football team because why exactly? His mom was mad at His him? His mom gives him shit about being more active in high school. And then he has to like buy cleats that are 35 bucks. Yes. His dad gives him shit about it. So like his parents are just busting his balls, which is a common thing that happens in this film. Yes, but I was all I yeah I thought it was the poorest motivation. Yes, to be like you're, if you're I I mean I remember being in high school and my mom being like why don't you do more stuff and I was like because I'm a writer mom and then she was like oh no now I have to go the creeping terrors on Mystery Science Theater tonight. Yes, yeah. the door lock it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not to be disturbed. He goes to the coach's office. Coach says, here's the deal. You're a senior. I only have room for seniors on the varsity team, but you're too far behind everyone else. Yes, because you literally just started you just playing showed football. showed up. So either you can do... But the coach also says you're good. But you're not that good. But you're not that good, and you'd be better if you started earlier. Which, to me, I was like, I'm not relating to this character. Like, this movie is saying, here's the cool guy. He's good. He's not good enough. So he's cut. And I was like, "Don't care. I don't Doesn't think, matter." I don't to think me. he's supposed to. Is he supposed to be the cool guy? Yes. He doesn't, okay. All right. He's supposed to be the cool guy who is eminently capable, but there is a cooler guy. Uh, That's what it is. He just seems like a. He just he's like a slacker. He just he doesn't give a shit. He does give a shit. On on some in some respects, but in most respects, he doesn't because he was already fucking off through the majority of his high school. But then we find out we find out later that. He do- he doesn't have stick to itiveness. Ah, uh, so he he does something, but then once it becomes hard, he's like, "I'm not going like, to do I'm it." I'm not going to keep doing it. So there's you know there's the pinball thing where he's like, "I was going to go to nationals, and then I found out that's no that's not a thing." And you're like, "So he's too good at things." Doesn't make doesn't make me interested in this character. Well, it turns out that uh, George doesn't want to uh, be an equipment manager, so the coach says, "Pack your shit, turn it in. You're cut from the team." Get out. Yes. George then uh, unloads his stuff and leaves, so he's off the football team. He meets up with his friend Corky. Yes. Who's played by Clint Howard. Yes. Clint. Uh, movie, if, as far as I'm concerned, the movie has now begun. Yeah. Clinton, Clint, Corky. Corky. Yes. And George. Yes. Are going to a dance after the big football match because, uh, you know, ladies. You got to get some action. Ladies. Now, later, at, when they're in line for the dance, we find out his motivation for wanting to go to the dance, correct? Who's? George? George. Uh, sure. Which is? His mom thinks he's a homo, I believe he says. Yes. As he's walking up to the dance, he laments the fact that his parents think that he's either a wallflower or... Or... A homo. These are the two options. These, and I'm quoting here. Yes. We're not... We're not, we're not, we're not, that, those aren't our, is, our words. This is not That's, out of whole cloth. That is George's that words. Is a, that is a quote. 
it's as soon as you hear it, it's it like you're like just oh, immediately no. takes you out of everything. You're like, yes. Oh my god! Yes, because it, it is 1978. Tossed you off, would say this. It's tossed off so cavalier, and it's to- it's it's presented like a joke. Yes, like I'm supposed to get like I'm supposed to remember that homosexuality is a thing. Giggle at that, then think that his mom thinks he's a homosexual, then laugh even more. Yeah, we're all having a good a good and giggle. I, I was like, oh god! F- even further, I'm like, so what does this guy want? His parents off his ass? Good luck. Yeah. Well, Corky's like, we can go chase some tail here at the dance. At the dance, however, uh, we find out that the big dogs on campus, the big men on campus, is, are, a band. is a band called Rapid Fire. Yes. Who is fronted by a kid named Torben, who is also a student at the school. I feel like the movie forgets that Rapid Fire are 18-year-old yes, students. Yes. I feel like the movie frequently implies or shows them being significantly older. Older and also like big city, like they're yeah. celebrities. They're like known in the, I think the movie was shot in Dallas, but I don't know that it was sh- it's supposed to take place there. But yes, in a major metropolitan area, they seem, they seem to be losing their shit They seem to be a big deal. When it's like, no, that's that asshole that doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground yeah, in trigonometry. Yeah. Well, uh, their big uh, claim to fame is that they're a big time band. They get paid for gigs. They get paid for gigs, and they've shown up to play at this after football party. And uh, they apparently only know one song. But boy, do they know it! Man, do they know it! They start playing "I Shot the Sheriff," which you will hear several times. I hope you enjoy this song throughout the course of this movie. Corky suggests to George that he ask Torben about a tryout because Corky heard. That one of the members of Rapid Fire uh, left, and so now there's an opening in the band. Yes. He says, and if you want to get tail, this is the way to do it. Ladies love these guys. Right. George says, okay. So he goes up to Torben after their set and says, hey, I heard you had a hope opening in the band. I'd love to try out. Uh, I play guitar. I'm a pilot. I fly. Which I was like, does he play guitar? I haven't seen that. Is he lying? No, because Corky tell no. Corky, Corky says Corky you, wouldn't be as adamant about him making him go up to, to I guess. Tor, or Torben if he didn't actually play guitar. Right. So he goes up. Torben says, "Get fucked. You can't be the man. I'm the man. Yeah. Come back when you're older." He says, "When you get the beat, guy, you want to be the you guy. Beat the man. You, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Yes. You want to be the shit. Yeah. You got to eat you get, some you shit. Got shit. You got to shit in my and hand. Get off the pot." Uh, King shit. Uh, uh, shit in one hand, wish in the other. the other. You'll be a guitar player soon. Um, Son, girl, you'll be you'll a woman someday. soon. Yeah. Uh, I've got a brand new pair of roller skates. You've got, <laughs> you a, got a brand, brand new, new key. key. Yeah. Uh, so this upsets George. He's like, what yeah, fucking th- is This upsets George and the audience because this guy seems to be completely deranged and we're having a word salad where he's just... Yes, spitting out just, words he's, and phrases. He's, he has just absolutely lost his mind. He's like, he has a, I'm not sure what you're saying, but I'm going to guess I didn't get the job. Brain bleeding. Yeah. Uh, well, Mark, it'd be like if someone came up to you and they're like, yeah, I'd love to, uh, you know, I think I could be a new host on your uh, podcast show. And then you just dress him down, right? You'd be like, yes. oh, you think I'm just going to give you Oh, really? You, you, want, the you want the third seat? seat on this show? You think I'm just going to hand it to you? 
If, I guess show what, up Tuesday. Yeah, be the, what, what time can you be there? Actually, I want to leave. So <laughs> why don't you just take my seat? George leaves with Corky, and he's all pissed off about it. He's like, man, fuck that guy. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to get my own. I'm going to get my I'll get my own fucking band. Yeah, That's that'll do, do it. I'm going to show him, and I'm going to shit right in his hands. <laughs> Just uh, like I'm, he said. I'm going to get a key. I'm going to get my own key and uh-huh. my own roller oh, skates. Oh, wow. I don't need his key. All right? So that's. That's what I'm going to do. And then, you know, this battle of the bands is coming up. No. Our band. No, listen, our band is going to be, we're going to play and we're going to be great. And we're going to win. We're going to win. And we're going to take his name. and We're going to play. I shot the sheriff more times than him. That'll really get under his skin. Yeah. He'll be like, that's our song. What was I saying? I don't know. <laughs> the dance ended two nights ago. Uh, <laughs> I've been awake for three. <laughs> so they drive off. At school, Corky puts an ad in the newspaper and gets an announcement over the uh, public address system for people to join the band. Yes. It's really crappy ad copy, and people laugh because they're like, this is dumb. This is terrible. It's funny, though. It, it's somewhat because Clint Howard is like, be there or be square. Don't be an orangutan. Join the gang or you're an orangutan. And... Yeah. I think the I think George says something like, "Can you cut the orangutan part?" And he's like, "The orangutan is the heart of the he's like, of the, the copy. You take, you take it out, and the whole thing falls the apart. It's the keystone." They reminded me of like times that I've screamed at my writing partners about this type of thing. Yes, where they're like, "Are you sure that you want to make this joke?" And you know, like, like the the whole script just falls to pieces if you take this out. And they're like, does it? Yes. <laughs> and then I cry and I throw a bunch of shit. And then 10 days later, and then I'm you like, go into, you're right. No, you go into your room, lock the door. Lock the door. Creeping Terror, yeah. Mystery Science Theater. And I think, oh, man, I've come so far. So the first practice starts to happen. And uh, a few people show up after this cold call. We've got Julio. Julio's there. We have brothers Barry and Bart. Yes. Who are on uh, keyboard and bass. And also, a woman named Brenda shows up who wants to play drums. Well, Brenda's a little bit of a curveball because right. they were going to get some guy. Mm-hmm. And then the guy said, I can't, but I can recommend this other drum player who's pretty hot. Yeah. So they're like, okay, he must mean this other drum player is very good on drums. No. Instead, a wo- 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 woman a shows lady up. A drummer. That's you, the where does it say, the rule book says you can't have a lady drummer. It doesn't say anywhere in the rules that a lady can't. Oh wait, no, it, does, it is it's here. Right here. It the, right here. Look at the Battle of the Bands rule book. All yes. right. Uh, so there's a lady drummer, and they talk about kicking her out because she's a lady. Yeah. But George, our hero, our benevolent hero, is like, I'll let her try out before I kick her out. And yeah. I'm like. Love this guy. More of this guy, please. Yeah, right after he, like... Whatever he talks about how hot she is. Well, no, right after, like, Torben is like, man, fuck you. Get out of here. This, yeah. He's, like, on the verge of kicking her out, but he's like, I guess she could practice even though she's a girl. Right. Turns out she's not that bad at she drums. probably never even saw Star Wars. But she only saw it, like, twice. Yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi, he's... He's, he's pretty good. He's, uh, he's awesome. More of him. Yeah, I want I want a movie about Obi-Wan Kenobi. I hated whenever Princess Leia was on screen. She's always on screen. And she's just like, ah, I'm a princess. But where's Obi-Wan? All right, let's play a it song. It got too scary. I didn't know what happens at the end, but I'm sure the sequel will have him. One, two, three, four. 
Obi-Wan. I've got a brand new pair of roller skates. You've got a brand new key. And then they win the Battle of the Bands. If that's they pretty play- much the if whole they movie. If they played... I've got a brand new pair of roller skates. I I would have lost my mind. I would have loved it if they did a medley of, uh, I've got a brand new pair of roller skates. These boots are made for walking. Okay. And respect. Yes. (laughs) Or uh, whatever that medley was in that that Disneyland uh, thing that we saw. Oh, this land is your land? No. no, the one the, the the one that the girl does, the one that the the, the movie star yes. does on the Mark Twain. Yes, yeah, that would have been good. Also, Corky gets deputized as the band's manager. Corky acts like me at a softball game, where I'm like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna go home now because I suck." And yeah. then Andrew's like, "No, you could be the manager. That's right. You're the assistant manager. You have to keep the bench warm, buddy. Why don't you go have a seat?" Oh, and I'm like, "Oh okay. yeah, all right. You'll never see a bench so warm." And then I like set it on fire on yeah. accident, and you guys have to kick me out. And I'm like, "You get to hold this clipboard. All right. There's nothing on it, but don't lose it. All right. You can trust me. All right. Where's the clipboard? The what? Okay." <laughs> The band starts to practice out in George's backyard until some old bat next door turns on her sprinkler. Yes. She says, I don't like that rock and roll music, and I wasn't necessarily a fan of Obi-Wan and Star Wars. I was more interested in that Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah, I hope we have... (laughs) I hope we have more Grand Moff Tarkin in the movies later on. Um, Andrew... She does what we do when, because uh, he's like, hey, turn off the hose, please. And she, like, looks out a window. <laughs> Boring. No. Clo- closes the Then blinds. closes the blinds. Well, the band can't practice because she, uh, they can't play their electrical instruments, so they decide to do whatever, what, what all good college RAs would do. They decide to hold an icebreaker. Yes. Let's do a weird scene where um, we, like hear parts of conversations and let the audience infer that they're becoming friends somehow. Yes, we see... We won't actually see that they're becoming friends or like each other. No. We're just going to do some soft fades between the two and you'll get the idea. Yeah, and it's like uh, you got Corky like, yeah, my dad's a real fucking asshole. He's like lighting a cigarette. You got uh, Julio's like, I'm in a gang or I was in a gang. Julio says he was in a band that became a gang. Yeah. Which... I mean, that's, it's the same thing. We had trivia parties. We became a roving street gang. Yes. We uh, had a, we were a bowling league street, street gang. gang. Yeah. It just keeps happening. You get a bunch of guys together and they have one common interest. They're going to become a gang, all right? A gang it's always point. going to convert from, oh, you know, let's let's clean up the, the side of the highway to let's Let's fucking let's kill some cops. Let's slice some tires. Let's start some real damage here. Yes. Let's ha- let's put grease in our hair, hang around in train tunnels, Ooh, and then shake down kids for, for like, like 12 cents. Yeah, library fines. Later, Corky tells the group that uh, they can practice in the garage that he works at. Yes. And they do. It's like, uh, Things it's are like working Gus out. Van Zant's last days, you know? They're like working on a song, and they're they like kind of walk around together, yes. and just mumbling to each other, just walking through the town in a sweater. This movie is filled with minor inconvenience, then problem solved somehow, somewhere else, yes. almost immediately. Somebody gets a message or a letter or a phone call that's like, no, that's not an issue Actually, anymore. it's fine now. 
at the garage, the power goes out, and the gang opts to pass the time by playing ice. Pr- I'm sorry, strip poker. Yes, just like college RAs suggest. They're like, all right, all we right, went we, around. We, we know did each other's names and a lie. Now let's play some strip, strip poker. poker. They play and play, and uh, first of all, it's all guys except for Brenda, which is how most strip poker games actually do go down. But they decide to play anyway. Now I'm a little confused, Mark, because can't you like fold? Isn't there betting, or is it just literally everyone gets dealt the cards, and the person who has the worst hand well, has to remove a piece of clothing? Is yes. that how the rules if, of strip poker if are? They're, if they're playing, if they're playing Cincinnati strip poker, it's everybody gets five cards. You get to draw once. Whoever loses has to take off their clothes. If you're playing New England strip poker, sure, then you bet articles of clothing against other articles oh, of clothing. Oh, okay. They're playing by Cincinnati rules here, obviously. So whoever has the worst hand immediately has to take something Godless off. Godless country. Well, uh, things are not going well for Brenda. Uh, she's it's uh, stud, right? Stud is where you just get the hang- hand. And then what is when no, they you get, have the river? Well, you have te- there's Texas Hold'em, which they're not playing. They're right. getting five cards, and they do get to redraw once. So is that just five card? Yeah, yeah five card. Stud. Five card Cincinnati strip poker studs. Yeah, gotcha. Just a lot of studs. <laughs> four studs strip poker. Yeah, four. There's a lot of studs. Yeah, a Clint Howard stud number one. St- yeah. with a bullet. Well, Brenda, uh, she's like she wants to be part of the gang. All right, she's she's obviously. This scene is very upsetting. It's very weird and upsetting. It this makes scene everyone feels you uncomfortable. It, it was. It made me hate everybody. So the guys, with the exception, it made me hate the like electric company that allowed for this power outage to occur. <laughs> I was like, "You're culpable, man." Yeah, a just God would not have caused the thunderstorm yes. to allow this to happen. So everyone's like, kind of needling Brenda to, you know, get get rolling, let's play, oh, yes. baby. She, you can tell, is reluctant, but she, she's like. I'm here. Every, I'm part of the I guys. Have part I have of, to I have to show that I'm one of the guys. That I'm part of the guys. She 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 volunteers when she loses a hand to remove her pants, and then she first another hand happens. George tries to tank the hand himself. Yes, he he, which he, is admirable in a way. I think it gets lost in the shuffle, but he discards two kings yes. only to pull two aces on the redraw right. or two tens on the redraw. She has but a she pair has, of eights. She has a pair of eights, so she needs to remove her shirt. She's about to. George stands up and he says, all right, fucking we're done. This is it. I mean, what George Back should- Back to practice. George should say, he should just throw his cards down and say, I don't have anything. That's right. I, I had fold. Two, I, had a th- I had two high Here's, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take my wiener out like, now. Well, wait a minute. Well, two high? That... The, you would have more than one two, right? Yeah, nope. <laughs> I only had one two. The rest were blank. The rest are nothing. So he, he gets to be our hero. He gets he's to supposed be chivalrous. To be, he's by supposed to be our chivalrous hero by saying, "Preventing these pervs guys, from watching not, her undress." Yes, let's not all be akin. All be a part of the, with this sex crime, which Brenda appreciates. Yes. Yeah. So we move on. She appreciates this. Yes. Act two at school. Brenda follows up with George and suggests they have a one-on-one practice. No. Oh, oh, one-on-one, one-on-one practice. practice. Is, isn't he is, going to do? Is he going to play anything? Going to play bass. She also mentions that she's studying chemistry because she has a scholarship and she's been accepted to MIT. MIT. Remember this. This is important. She is saying this right away. It is the end. It's halfway through senior year. 
Uh, just about. Well, wait. I'm if assuming, football season is still happening, yeah, I'm assuming it, it's like September. All right, it's early. There. It's yes. early senior year. She's like, anybody who knows anything applied for college at the end of junior months ago. Yeah, at junior year. Yeah, has already heard back. Knows what they're doing now. They just don't have to. Now, as long as you don't sink your grades, you'll yeah. go on. So I'm already going to MIT. Yes, I have made this clear to you. Yes, very early. Mm-hmm. My life extends beyond this, this shithole town and whatever the hell bird. we're doing here. Yeah. High school will be a just an absolute blip on the radar. Yes, because I'm going... Months from now. ...to one of the greatest schools in the United States. I mean, what's the what's the packing order? You got uh, University of Phoenix. That's one with a bullet. Yes. ITT Technical Institute. Yeah. That... Um, Trump University. Yep, that's number three. And then uh, the school hard knocks is for MIT's yeah. five. Yes. After that, uh, after their practice, uh, George suggests, you know, maybe we. Um, well, maybe. George is a little slow on the upkeep, right? Yes, because or she's on the, the one. She's, she's the like, one who kind of like forces it. She's, she's like, we like, should have a one-on-one practice. We should hang out. And he's like, duh, okay. Oh, uh, what are we gonna do? I I gotta go see Star Wars later. <laughs> so I guess after Star Wars, we can like do some practicing or something. But. You play drums. I don't really play drums, so... <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to help I you. I don't know. I guess, like, I could tell you how to play guitar, but... Can you teach me how to drum on a guitar? That'll I could, sound cool. I could try that. It's like what a do you xylophone. What do you think of Star Wars? She's like, do you like Obi-Wan? Star Wars is kind of lame. I'm more into Grand Theft Auto. Oh, I don't know what that is. Wink! But um, Star Wars is pretty fun, though. You... You should watch Star Wars, but I'm going to go. I already got my ticket, so I'm just going to go tonight. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, Clint, you want to do some one-on-one <laughs> practice? Do I? She's like, uh. <sighs> well, after the practice, uh, George, I think, understands where this is going. Now he's starting to figure out, but he's a little awkward and weird. And so he's like, like, I have to trade seats with you. No, 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 no. Oh? We're not there yet. Okay. So he uh, says, why don't we go on a date later? We All should right. go on a date. Yes. She says, cool, because she forces the issue. She's like, when? When's the date? Tell me now. I I'm not going to fr- go see Star Wars. Friday? It's if, Yes, but if you, I swear to God, I swear to God, I already bought tickets for something else, so we're not going to Star Wars. All right, we don't have to go to Star Wars. We're going to we're Star going Wars. We're going to Star Wars. <laughs> She looks at the tickets. Fuck! God damn it. The date happens. They go to a movie, and then they yammer on about God knows what on the drive home. They go to the movie, and they talk vaguely about the plot of the movie that they saw. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I like that he changes. Or he's like, I like that he changes in the end. And she's like, real people don't change. And he's like, I believe that they can. And I'm like, all right, and this is says, a weird, vague we way. Can, we can all change. If I, I can, can change, change you, you can, can change. change. We can all change. change. And then the Cold War ends. Yes. We all remember this scene from Star Wars. Yes. On the way home, Brenda is driving and George is in the passenger seat. They stop in front of George's house and he says, I would prefer to switch seats with you because I want to kiss you. But the man is supposed to be driving. You know, so, so the only way this is going to work for me is if I you're going to emasculate me yes. if I have to lean over and kiss if you I have to lean to the left. And then she's like, well, what do you think they do in Europe? And he's like, well, they don't kiss in Europe. She's like, boy, you're an idiot. She's <laughs> like, oh, French. It's like French. Oh. oh, well, Brenda leans over anyway and kisses him. 
And it's very romantic. Yes. At school, Torben gives Corky shit about signing up the band that George has, this Cotton was, Candy. This was like the first time that I realized he goes to their school. <laughs> I was like, what is going on I don't know. Maybe here? they just let him run roughshod over I the guess, town. I guess, yeah. Like, oh, the big rock star's here, and he's <laughs> yelling at some students. Let him, let him into the high school. Cotton Candy, that's the reason it's the band. That's the, that's yes, that's the, name the name of the band is Cotton Candy. They don't explain why it's named Cotton Candy. No, we see, the only reason we know it's Cotton Candy is because they're putting it on the, 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 the kick drum, drum. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Apparently, Corky has signed up Cotton Candy for the Battle of the Bands. Torben's band, Rapid Fire, has won two years in a row. Torben says, you got no chance, son. <laughs> in my mind, that's... Cup of coffee. <laughs> oh, Cotton Candy. <laughs> Cup of coffee cup of coffee in the battle of the bands your mustache is crooked (laughs) at the battle of the bands tensions are high rapid fire which is bullshit i would i'd be writing a letter to the executives being like what the fuck rapid fire gets a buy into the finals that's yes pure that's pure that is not right that is heel that's pure heel heat yes that's how it happens in every king of the ring and somehow like well he won last he beat up the undertaker last time so so now he gets a bye yeah ridiculous they get a bye into the final round but cotton candy has to battle it out in the lower bracket first however after some rocking the battle of the band takes place in like a a mall. mall yeah which made me laugh because i was like i've never heard of any of these stores yeah there's like a like a chess king and a yes there's like i think there's a store just for playing chess i was like all right chess king is that they're like a clothing store sure but after some rocking it turns out i didn't see one orange julius yeah i didn't see one steak escape where is the mrs fields where is the great steak escape where is the weird chick-fil-a that's only in the mall yes and you're only going to be there on Saturday anyway, so you've got you've only got one day to go because you go on Sunday. It's going to be closed. closed. It turns out that after some rocking, though, Cotton Candy makes it to the final four. Well, they, they've got some chops. They do. The, the The crowd seems to like them. Yeah. However, Rapid Fire shows up. Torben shows up. The crowd loses this, their fucking mind. This scene made me laugh, but I don't know if it suppo- if it was intentional. Or inadvertent, but it still made me laugh because Cotton Candy's like, oh shit, it's rapid fire. And then we cut to a mall escalator. None of this is dressed. None of this is shot especially well or creatively. It's just a wide static shot of a mall escalator. And Torben and Rapid Fire are coming up the, up the escalator like they're the coolest fucking guys on the planet. And you're like... You just look like idiots riding an escalator. And then Torben jumps onto like a golf cart, gets paraded around in that. And I was like, yeah, this is what it would look like. You're yeah. Like, you'd look like an asshole idiot. Look like a fucking jerk off. But the crowd but is the like, crowd they're absolutely it. beside themselves because they're like, holy shit, they're going to play I Shot the Sheriff. I wonder what they'll play. So I'm wondering if we're supposed to be seeing this through Cotton Candy's eyes. Where they're like, what the where they're like why do people like these guys? They kind of blow. Well, they take the stage and uh, they have stage presence because Torben's give up that. there rocking out. I'll to... give, yes, Torben has charisma. Yes. And he has like a shotgun built into the back of his guitar. So when he plays yes. the first riff, a gun goes they off. They have pyrotechnics. If And then I would have read a word. If I were... Uh, writing this, yes. I would have cut back to Corky being like, "What? They, 
they, they said we couldn't have pyrotechnics. Like, they, they, there should be some reason why they couldn't have come right. up with something, you know? Yeah. They're breaking all the rules. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because they rocked out to I shot the sheriff once again. Yes. But the crowd loves them. And then the uh, judges come running up and they say it's unanimous. Rapid fire wins again. Yay! And Corky just Corky's ripping through the rules and <laughs> like, no pyrotechnics, no Clapton. Yes, no <laughs> golf carts. We were what specifically is this? told no golf carts. They say, well, some exceptions are made. Asterix, unless rapid fire. Oh, no. I should have read that. Page. Yeah. Well, uh, it's bullshit, but uh, Cotton Candy takes their lumps and leaves. We're back at school, and now Torben, however, he's going after Brenda. Yes. He's like, you should join my band, and we should also have sex. Now, those are these two. It doesn't have to be in that order. It doesn't have to be. Now, Now, the movie is getting interesting to me. Yeah. Because Torben's an asshole who goes up to her. You can see, like, 50 yards in the background, a blue car, and he says, why don't you hop in the vet? And we'll uh, go for a ride, baby. And she's like, no. And then he says, I want you to be a drummer for my band. And she says, you have a drummer. So I'm expecting him to say, yeah, I'm going to fire them once you join us. Instead, he says, two drummers. We're have two drummers. It'll blow everybody's mind. Think and about I'm like, that. Hasn't every band that's had two drummers blown? No. Give me the name of a good band with two drummers. I know they exist. Like the symphony? Yes, you're like right. Like a symphony has you're more right. than two you're drummers. You're right, L.A. Phil. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be the, that's what we're doing wrong. We're going to be ELO. We're we need a guy with a big bait, with a with yes. the big timbali. Yes. We need another guy that's just going to hit a gong. He's just got a gong. We got some guy on a marimba, some guy on a xylophone. We got those Glock steel drums. Just do, 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 Nothing do, 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 but percussions do, 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 do. in the back. It's, it's a me- drum me- circle. Me lead guitar yes. and then drums <laughs> here to Timbuktu. <laughs> That's the only way to get the true sound of I Shot the Sheriff. Yes. We're going to sound like a marching band. <laughs> We're going to sound like a Venice Beach drum circle. Well, uh, Brenda she says, that's the worst idea I've ever heard. That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> well, I'm a drummer, and I think that's a bad idea. Torben keeps pressuring her and even shows up to her, to her at lunch. But George is there, and he says, look, man. Buzz off, Buzz loser. off. Why did you buzz off? Torben throws a drink in George's face, and the two of them have a bit of a fisticuff. Yes, they have a knuckle scraping. They got to pull. They get a pull apart. Popcorn's there. Yeah, he respects them now. <laughs> Corn pop, please. Yes. Then, if you're gonna do it, do it right. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, Mac. All right. Feel like a dog-faced pony, pony soldier. soldier. We all know what that means. Then. Rance Howard shows up. Yes, he does. And, says, and he's like, you're like 35. What, what is you, going why on? Are you fighting why are you here? Teenager? Pulls him apart. We then cut. You're to- an adult. You shouldn't be eating the shit we give these kids. <laughs> oh, it's all just newspaper filler and, and like sawdust. It's bad for mustard. you. Uh, it turns out that George gets suspended for a couple days and uh, he's at his uh, hot dog uh, burrito stand job. Yes. He's talking with Brenda. This is the first time we find we we were it was inferred that he had money coming from somewhere. This is the first time we see him at work. We're well past halfway slinging, through the movie. Slinging burgers. She says, I can't believe he got expelled. No, he got suspended. You can't believe he got suspended. Can't, you didn't have to hit the guy. Thank you for fighting for my honor. Yes. Well, the two He of, says, I got to show you something. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, 
I went over the ass over tea kettle over the table, and this thing's infected. Uh, <laughs> Can you I don't help wanna, me? I don't want to tell my parents. They don't have any insurance. Also, I can't tell my boss here because I definitely shouldn't be working with this level of, exp- of infection. They go around back, and George gives Brenda a beautiful necklace, yeah. and he also sings her a love a song. A beautiful love song. Brenda gets upset because now- Brenda's getting upset. <laughs> You're getting Brenda upset because- It's now getting towards the end of the school year, and she realizes that this probably isn't a good idea to continue going down this path. If she does love him, she knows that she's going to MIT in a few months after the school year is over. Yes. And that also means that if they're going to continue on with this band, she's only going to be there until September, and then she has a real life to live. Yes. And she feels bad about this, and he's starts pressing her to be like, well, why don't you just not go to MIT? And she's like, why don't I just press you to jump off a bridge? What are you talking about? That's ridiculous. (laughs) She's like, yeah, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hold up my entire- I'm going to throw my my entire life away. Professional career away because I'm in a band- that do- can't that even lost fight. the battle of the bands. That, yes, that somehow made it was placed fourth out of four. I'm the four. I'm in the fourth best band in our area, and now <laughs> I'm supposed to tell MIT to go kick rocks because we uh, Corky's going to find us a golf cart, which will really <laughs> make sure <laughs> that, that is we- the showmanship level that we need. Yeah, we roll in on a golf cart. Well, this upsets George a bit, and uh, he's a little more concerned about this relationship. Act three. This is all realistic, I understand. I understand that yes. some people... See, high school students are dumb. Teenagers are dumb. Yes. They can't see the forest for the trees. Some people, not me, dated people in high school, and I'm sure it was rough when they were like, we're going to college now. Again, <laughs> didn't happen to me. Right. Door locked. Creeping terror. Creeping terror will always be there. Whether I'm at MIT or sitting at home... The door will be locked regardless. Pro T-Robot and Tom Servo. Tom Servo, Gypsy, Cambot, Magic Voice, Mike Nelson. They're yes, all going to be all there. Gonna, my true friends who I love will be there. George talks with his teacher, however, about getting into MIT. He's <laughs> he, like... He talks, well, it's, he talks to Rance Howard. He He's talks like, to Rance Howard what, who... What can you do for me? Who is more honest than... Is as honest as teachers need to be, but never tend to be. He's like... Look, man, I'm gonna be straight. Ain't ever you. happening. You're your you're G- taking entry level classes. Yeah, your GPAs and in you're the failing all of them. You're a dummy. And he's like, best case scenario, go you, to the JC. You go to junior college for a couple of years. Maybe you could transfer into MIT, but you'd have to do like 20, 30 credit hours at the JC yes. in order to get in by junior year. But and many of those credits will not transfer over. So, yeah, so you're, you're gonna, gonna be, be a at, freshman again. Yeah. So I'm, but I'm just gonna be straight with you. Like it ain't, it ain't it's in the car. It's not happening. You're, you're a dumb, you're a dumb, stupid idiot. He's like, give me, give me your juice pack. I'll open it for you because I can see you str- you've been struggling <laughs> with it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> give me, give me a saw. No, that no, you just gotta put the straw in it. Do you have uh, a spoon? No, you don't. Eat, you don't drink juice with a spoon. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, that's why I got my shirt all messy. He's got like a butter knife. He's like, ah. He stabs his hand. Oh, my hand's made of butter. Oh, I guess we'll Red drink this. Red butter. And then he just drinks his blood. Oh, it tastes like pennies, which reminds me that he just starts eating, eating out of pennies. Yeah, yeah, he starts eating out of a piggy bank. At practice, George is tense and angry and he yells a lot. This is like Mark at any function or event any, I've ever seen. Any event, ever. yes. Kicks an amp, gets Electrocutes pissy with myself yeah. on an amp, gets like, pissy about everything. Uh, my 
I got to hang out with my mom. I didn't get to see Creeping Terror. Yeah, I don't care what the right answer is. Mine's is right. Uh, he also argues like, with... No, Hop on Pop was not the first book that he wrote. <laughs> like, well, it should have been. Bullshit. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Door closed. Yeah. Door lock. There's not, even a, there's not even a TV Just in there. I'm watching I don't it on a... my phone. Uh, I'm like, the, the bathroom is for everyone, Mark. <laughs> not anymore. But he also argues with Brenda and, uh, but George, we're going to be clear here. George is completely wrong yes. in being pissy about this. And he's, he's a dumb high schooler, so we understand that. So, like, yes, these are real high school emotions. So it's understandable. But again, it doesn't make him a great protagonist, in my opinion. No, he's a dumb guy who's got dumb guy ideas, and he gets mad because people don't understand, like, the dumb guy logic that he has. Yes. Later, Corky breaks into one of George's classes and tells him that he's booked Cotton Candy, a paid gig. Yes. $75. Bananas. However, this this gig is at a kid's birthday party where no one is really paying attention to them. Which, best case scenario, as far as I'm concerned. You're getting paid either way. you got paid, man, all right? Just play the dumb songs. However, George acts like a real prick to everybody at this party. Yes. This is what... I don't this see, isn't I don't what rock see, and roll. I don't see Rapid Fire showing up to this. Where the fuck's my golf cart? No, Rapid Fire had to do this three years ago when they started. Yes, and now they're now where they are. They and stuck with it, and here. now they're there. So you're here, so if you keep working at it, you can get to that point. No, I want to be on it now. I'm going to well, join the football team. Fine. Yeah, go back. The season ended last year. It ended months ago. Well, start it up again. I'm going to play. I'm going to be a quarterback. All right, we're creating the XFL for you so that you can keep playing football. Oh, that sounds hard. I'm not going to do that. Great. Now, well, we already sunk a bunch of money into the XFL. Well, maybe our band can play at halftime. <sighs> All right. Later, Brenda shows up at George's work to ask about prom. She says that she knows that George bought a ticket for the two of them, but she's like, are we going? Are we not going? I want to go. But if you're not going to go and we're not going to go together, I'm going to go with somebody else. All right. I'm not going to hang my life up just because I'm going to MIT. Because some the, the dumb guy I was dating that was in my band is yeah. a big fucking prick. Who could have seen this coming? Right. George says he'll probably be there, but go with whoever you want. All right. They're and not even showing the creeping terror that night. Yeah. I've seen that episode already. Now it's the... Brain that wouldn't die. I'll, That's pro- what, I'll probably have to watch that. I have a VHS one. of it. I can watch it anytime, but I like to see it when it's on. At prom, all of the members of Cotton Candy are there, but they're miserable. Yes. Because either A, they just they just found dates like just sporadically. Which seems to be the case with George. George and with Brenda. Brenda it just seems yes. like she just found some hump to go. But that's what it seems like. But at the same time, like with these other characters, I'm like, maybe they have a whole other life outside of this dumb band. No, it's like it's like Law and Order. We'd never see their home lives. It's just <laughs> they, the professional all they lives do is of the, their band. Is this. Okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, the brothers dates want to dance to Rapid Fire, who's playing the prom. But they don't. They want refuse it. Like, to go. I'm not going to do that. Julio is there with a Hispanic woman, so she's drunk. <laughs> That's not the implication, but she's she she's th- messed up. There is he says my girlfriend is already drunk, and there or he says my date is already drunk. She is the only Hispanic woman in the movie, mm. and she is drunk. 
maybe she had there. Mark, any background, any ethnicity can have a debilitating alcohol problem. Okay? Yes, but why aren't I seeing it on screen? All right, well. Why aren't I, there's like sixty white kids at this thing, and they're all just like drinking punch. I don't know. Anyways, well, rapid fire goes up and plays the hit for the sixth I'm fucking sorry, time. The hit, yes. They play I Shot the Sheriff once again, and the crowd go bananas. Loves it. They love it. I'd like to think that this is a play on, uh, like, you know, bands have to hear that the one song that they play over and over and over again. You yes. Know, it's like, you're gonna if you're going to Bruce Springsteen, you're going to hear Born in the USA. Yeah. No, he doesn't play it as often, but you will hear Born to Run. Yeah. You'll hear all the Borns. Yes. The Born Identity soundtrack Born, yes. as well. Born, <laughs> the Born, Born Supremacy. He plays Born Free. Yes. We but watch Born on the 4th of July. Corky, meanwhile, is given uh, Torben the Raz, though, Corky, from the floor. Corky gets an idea. He's like, I'm going to antagonize Torben, see what happens. Maybe yeah. I'll get the shit kicked out of me. Probably. Who knows? Well, uh, this, tends, this works because halfway during the set, Torben jumps off the stage and starts a fight with Corky. <laughs> yes. The two of them go ass over tea kettle over a set of tables, and uh, they both get thrown out of the prom. Right. Which means Rapid Fire can't play the event. Right. But this is Corky's big master plan because he yells to George that all of their equipment in it is in his car. Because I was going to pawn it. <laughs> but I have a debilitating problem. <laughs> it's gambling. Yes. I put money on whether or not they'd play I Shot the Sheriff. I bet against <laughs> it. I'm insane. What was I thinking? They opened and closed with it. Uh, so they don't have a band on the stage. George tells the principal, I am, I am a band. I'm a band. I fly. <laughs> so they say, fine, fuck it. So they get up on stage and get to perform one last time as Cotton Candy. The yes. band's back together. It's like the Beatles on top of the one building where they play on the rooftop. Yes, let it be. Oh, it's beautiful. We then fade to graduation. Torben is sporting two black eyes, yeah. which is funny. I laughed. Brenda, however, goes up to George. Yes. And makes the most reasonable decision that a high school a, student a person can, can ever make. make. She tells George that she actually likes music, not science. The only reason she was going to MIT was because her dad was pressuring her to be a chemist. Well, she finally looked inside herself. She watched like three or four episodes in a locked room of Mystery Science Theater. They yes. were really good ones, but there were some really long ones like the Hamlet one, the Macbeth one. Doesn't really get it. And she's like, this is kind of boring. There was like a first season one where it was all improv. And, and you're like, well, we're just big, watching the movie at this point. There's of quiet. The, yes. Like Red Zone Cuba is incredibly long and tedious. So she had a lot of time to think. And she says that she's going to not go to MIT. She, yes. She loves music. Boston is not known for its music scene. No, nobody. So from, I'm going to stay in this podunk middle of nowhere fucking town. Right here. With all you losers. She is the Diane, his Jack. Yes. She, yes, she's foregoing MIT to stay here with George and start partying down with cotton candy. Candy. These are, she should tattoo these words on her eyelids because yes. she will only be Cotton thinking about them for the life. rest of her life. As she pinpoints the exact moment everything came crashing down. Yes. Graduation happens. Everyone is very excited. There's a montage of scenes that we saw in this film. Including a scene that happened 
35 seconds before. Yes, where they hugged. Yes. And uh, everyone throws their mortarboards in the air. And that's the end of Cotton Cotton Candy. Mark, what did you think of Cotton Candy? Andrew, I hated this movie from about five minutes in. As soon as I found out that the character's main motivation is trying to impress his mother, which is as dumb as movies that we have watched where people try to impress children. Mark, you love your mother. Yes. You would do whatever you could to impress her, right? No? No. What if she was like, the thing that's gonna. I I would love it if you could, you know, know, spread your wings. I know you're, you're funny. You should talk to more people so that they know you're funny. The thing that is going to impress my mother the most is if I live my own life and make my own decisions. Mm-hmm. If my mom was like, you should go out for football, I would be like, no, that's <laughs> dumb. I'm not going to do that. If my mom said you should leave your room because yeah. you've seen these episodes of Mystery no, Science Theater a thousand times. That. That's dumb. Yes, that's not the life that I'm going to live. So that's the best thing that she could be do- that he could be doing. Furthermore, I don't think his parents, when his parents said, "Prove to us that you enjoy sex with women," that they were like, "And make sure that you destroy a young woman's chance at her future." Yeah, like I did with your mother. Yes. <laughs> She's like, he, he did. did. He did. Smashed it like a plate. Ah, I was a CEO. Now I can't get work at the Piggly Wiggly. I don't... Furthermore... Okay. Furthermore... Yes. The only thing that made me think... Because, I, again, I was like, let's be constructive. What could fix this movie? If this movie was only about Clint Howard's character, who's this, like, Weasley, wheeling and dealing, like, trying to... Because every time we see him, he's like, I'm trying to get us gigs. I'm trying to get us jobs. I'm trying to exploit your talent for my game. Yeah. In high school, I'm like, yeah, I like that. I like this, like, shyster manager that's like, all right, I got us a gig. All you have to do is work at a car wash for six days, and then at the end of it, give me the money that you made, and they'll let you play on the street in front of it. Yeah. And then he's like, well, it sounds like you just got us jobs, but you're going to take 10% off of our jobs. Exactly. Yes, that's what a manager does. And then in the end, he has to, like, get in a fist fight to help save his band. I don't, like, walking away from this movie, I, I feel like everyone watching it is probably, when they see Brenda being like, I'm going to stay here with you, everyone's like, oh, no. I mean, you don't really walk away from this happily because it, you're just like, this is not the decision to make. Realistic. Cotton candy is not that good. No, they lost the bet. You're only, you only got a paid gig when your manager got beat up by another guy. Like you guys are the best around by default. Sometimes. Well, what if he starts going to bigger venues, getting, <laughs> getting, getting like getting a. Uh, he gets David Lee Roth to yes. jump off the stage <laughs> and fight him. Right. And then the police have to show up, and they're like, "Well, there's a lot of pissed people here." And right. They're like, well, we have a band to fill the slot. So he. <laughs> so it's the, a pretty good idea. It's, it's not a terrible idea. So we start. We see like um the Gimme Shelter. What is it? The Autobahn. Uh, raceway where the rolling where the Hell's Angels kill 
Yeah, Altamont. Altamont. And we find out that <laughs> he started that. He started that. <laughs> trying to get the Rolling Stones. It got a little out of hand. It got a little out of hand. But I had this whole thing yeah, set up so like, that. Keith, Keith Rich is going to jump off the stage. I know and he Try is. and fight and me. And then Cotton Candy goes in. And they, unfortunately, this guy got in the way and got stabbed. Got stabbed. And the police had to show up. It was a big deal. Yes, it got away from me. But. You can appreciate the effort I was making, guys. Before that, we might have gotten the gig. I mean, everything is everything makes sense in hindsight. Everything's a good, everything's a bad plan when it doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? I think this this just felt very soap opery. I I just it's like I get it. There's some moments too where you're like. I think it's. I think they should have hung it more on the fact that, like you said, that uh, uh, rapid fire sucks. Yes, and they're not very good, and it's all hung on the fact that they have stage presence. Right, but Cotton Candy but can they somehow only know realize one, this. They only they only know one song, and it's a cover. Yes. Meanwhile, like these guys are coming up with original tunes and that kind of thing, which they're not great, but no. whatever. But their their version of I Shot the Sheriff is also this like weird screechy screamy version of it. Yes. It's like what if we took Clapton further? Yeah. Just agonized over yes. it. Um also like realistically she would probably de- you could defer for a year. Yes. Or so she defers for a year, takes some classes at the JCC, realize sees everybody else that she knows goes off. Yeah, because whatever her actual peer group is, it was probably similar kids who are going getting into college. Sees that, sees what her life is like with this loser, and is like, "Fuck this! I'm going to Boston." This should have been. Here's what this should have been. They should have slid this back to like Act Two, graduation, where it's like the thrust of the movie should have been: you have a summer to prove to her that she should stay. Right. And then in the end, you realize that, like, relationships are fleeting. It's good that you had the time that you had together, but sometimes you do have to go your separate ways, and you're better people for it. Yes. That should have been what the result should have been, as opposed to, I'm going to stick with my shitty high school jam band that that were, were terrible, and also, my boyfriend is a kind of a dumb guy. He's, he's like a, a lunk. Yes, he's a dumb asshole. But because of the way the movie is, I don't know if it's notes or what it was, or if Ron Howard wrote this intending to play the late the main character. But it reminded me of Vanity Projects. I don't know where you, you'll see these movies and TV shows where the where the central character is like, I cannot look dumb or bad. I yeah. have to be mostly right, and the situations have to be what's holding me back. And that's what happens with this protagonist, which is why I was like, I'm not on your side. I don't think he's, I think he's wrong in all circumstances. Even if the movie thinks the movie movie, says he's right, he's wrong. But he is objectively wrong. He starts acting like a big piss baby and everyone has to kowtow to him because they're like, yeah, George is acting like a big piss baby. It's like, no, he's wrong. He's the baby. He's a fucking dumb guy. And it's like, yeah, of course a high school senior is not going to stick around forever in some jam band. Right. And high school relationships always are meant fizzle to out. End. They're supposed to end because you go off and you realize that there is more to life than the this person that you were limits. born near. Yes, exactly. And I feel like this story has been told again and again and again 
in better ways. By 1978, he, I assume you would have read Catcher in the Rye, right? Or when did Rye Catcher in the Rye? That came out that, in the 60s. That came out, yes. It's not necessarily, but it's similar-ish. One yes, to yes. one, yeah. The, yeah, it's high the exact school, same. Yeah, yes, it's, it's teenage angst. It's, yes. Yes. Regardless... Would you recommend this movie? No. No. I want I had like three other things that I wanted to watch. And instead you made me watch this dumb thing. Yeah. Ron Howard's Cotton Candy. Candy. Do you see seeds of things of Ron Howard in other, you know, pieces yes. of, of work? Yes. This I yes. If you're if you're a Howard head like we are, then yes, you can see Yeah, Mr. Manager. When he's it's just manager. It's we just call it manager. When Cotton Candy is jamming out and we realize that the entire band are hallucinations and mm-hmm. have been for the entire movie. Yeah. We're like, oh, it's a beautiful mind. I see oh, that. Okay. When uh Julio is trying to play and then he gets shot into space and he can't come back. Yeah. We're like, all right, I see heart of the sea right here. Mm-hmm. When everything just explodes into flames. Angels and demons. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, Mark, I'm where sorry. Where is this ride at Universal? Why does Backdraft get a ride and not where is Cotton co- Candy? Where's the Cotton Candy ride? Uh, there's a churro ride yes, that I that I, I love. Took, I took part in very quickly. Mark, uh, that's going to do it for Cotton Candy, and that's going to do it for our month of Oscar winners. Our salute to Hollywood as we move forward into March. We spring ahead. Very soon, you have to set those clocks forward. Here yeah, think shortly. about that. Thank well, God we lose an hour. Just get. Re- I don't need. I don't need another hour. I just <laughs> fucking miserable. You should uh, just remove that hour from the 29th that you petitioned for. That's what I should do. Yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense. We're gonna look at uh, for March. We're dipping back into the well of something that I had a lot of fun with. I think we had a lot of fun with last. I think time. our audience had a lot of fun with it. Spring reminds me of one thing, and that's spring break. The kids keep uh, going. High school. Five, right, five letter word starts with G. <laughs> uh, uh, hold on. Okay, I got this. We're looking at after school specials again. Yes. We're going to look at some of the weirdest, some dumbest, strangest, incredibly weird media that was supposed to be for children. Yes, from the 60s, 70s, into the 80s, somewhere in from, the 90s. From hits to today and yesterday. <laughs> for next time, Reba. Brooks and, and Dunn. Dunn. For next time, Mark, we are watching this from 1976. It's The Amazing Cosmic Awareness. Of Duffy Moon. Duffy Moon was the littlest kid in his class. Sure it ain't too heavy for you, shrimp. Even kids half his age could get him down. Hello? Hello, is this the shrimp? Then one day, Duffy found the way to be a mouse I'm no more. In total control. <gasps> I can make anything happen. And just wait till you see what happens on the amazing cosmic awareness of Duffy Moon. call it right now this is very straightforward that's right i'm gonna say I'm, as we all it's, i have I, a doll i'm i got a dollar that says whatever this is about in the first three minutes is what it will be about by the end uh, okay <laughs> so if it's about a girl who wants to go to prom at the beginning it's gonna be about a girl who goes to prom at the end uh, yes all right all there right. will not yeah, be a curveball no twist no it turns. will not be about drug abuse it will not be about uh, survivor's guilt. I think some, someone, one of these things, someone goes to Vietnam and comes back, right? <laughs> and their friends are all dead. 
most yes. You, you, so you're taking you're taking. The, I'm saying uh, it's going to be the same. It's you're no curveball. It's the minority vote. It will not be a bound because the majority of these after school specials starts with something lighthearted and then immediately there's I don't a have friends. Ninety degree turn and about then, the boom, twenty five minute mark. Yes, it's about uh, which <laughs> Wiccans. Yes, <laughs> it's about hexes. Uh, yeah, from 1976, starring Jim Backus oh. and Jerry Van Dyke. Mr. Magoo. Uh, right? That was Jim Backus. That, that was Jim Backus. Uh, Thurston Howell III yes. on Gilligan's Island. Uh, the amazing cosmic awareness of Duffy Moon. Mark, speaking of cosmic awareness, I'd like to make you aware that TV Movie Night can be heard in so many ways. You can go to soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. You can follow us on iTunes, subscribe there, leave a review. You can subscribe to us on Spotify. You can tell your friends. You can listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV Movie Night. You can send us an email at TV Movie Night Podcast at gmail.com. All that information and more, soundcloud.com forward slash TV movie night podcast. Mark, is there anything else? Andrew, uh, I have started a band. Oh, can, we, I, can I be in it? You, you can. I can be in it. I, 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 what do you play? Drums. But like 14 drums. Okay. But all at the same time. Yes. So I have this big... Oh, this big rig and I just pull a bunch of strings sounds great yeah, yeah. alright Can is there any chance that you could put symbols between your knees Ooh. and some sort of like honking horn under your yeah uh, under, under my armpits under your armpits. and then a, a harmonica in my mouth yeah yeah I could probably do that alright so when I said I've started a band I meant you're my band and I'm gonna take 10% off oh. of everything you do well let's get out there uh, wh- where's the where are we going we're booked for what we're Opening for Janis Joplin. Oh, man. In heaven. <laughs> oh, no. Click. Oh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll be there soon. 